Mark. What, Carl? And your line is, ahem. <clears throat> no, it's, ahem. <laughs> <laughs> How about, f*** you? <laughs> oh, Miller, if you only knew how much Franklin rolled his eyes at you. <laughs> oh, Miller. Oh, oh, Miller. Podcasting from Mondays.wop.com. It's my f***ing show. That's right. I am the host, not Carl. My evil plan worked. I sent Carl out for coffee. He doesn't know. I'm running the whole thing. Mark Miller, Mark Miller, please come to the stage. Mark Miller, Mark Miller. Not Carl Franklin, but Mark Miller. Yeah, it's my show. Ha ha ha. Don't really have any funny jokes though. Usually, someone writes those for me. Not sure what. Uh, Carl, could you take over, please? That's right. We're back for show sixty-eight. <gasps> sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. <gasps> Holy it's cow! Almost exciting. Almost. <laughs> almost, We're so baby. Close. We've still got our panties on. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Miller's without his panties again. It's like show number 72. <laughs> so we're doing some construction. We're doing some construction on the studio, right? And one of the guys in the building that does maintenance, he comes up, he's looking for work, and contractor says, hey, I'll put you to work on the roof. You want to go up? And he goes, oh, no, I'm not going on the roof. He goes, no, 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 we can... We can take care of it. I got some, uh, come out to my truck. I got some kerosene and some rags. We'll tie it around your ankles. And the guy says, what's that for? He says, well, I'll keep the bugs from crawling up your leg and biting your candy ass. Kerosene <laughs> 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 oh, and goes, rags. Bugs, bugs. I don't like yeah. bugs. I'm like, no, you weren't listening. <laughs> you have a candy ass, you idiot. That totally alleviates my fear when someone says, oh, I have kerosene and rags to tie around your ankles. I'm That's like, oh, it. I'm there. Right on. That's great. Call Franklin. Call oh, Franklin. Call Franklin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, call Franklin. We're trying something new. We're recording this on a Wednesday night. Mm, yes. uh, everybody can actually make it. Well, and then more relevantly, I can drink on something other than a Friday. <laughs> okay. Woohoo! Margarita. <laughs> I need a Thursday morning hangover. I haven't had one in years. Oh my God. Speaking of Thursday morning hangovers, how's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> Sally. Oh, speaking of hangovers, yeah, Karen's on her way to one right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm so not. So are you, Richard? No, no, I'm in the bourbon. Bourbon doesn't give hangover. Oh, okay. I think margaritas do. But yeah. you know what? Uh, I'm like the I'm the one of my friends who can drink the least. Like ah. three margaritas pretty much tops it out for me. You're but done. they're hardcore drinkers. They can go for like six, seven. They can drink me under the fucking table. Margaritas. Margaritas. I have I can't do it. 
Okay, but Zavala in New London, I think they should be our sponsor because they do make the best margarita they that do. I've ever had, even in Cabo San Lucas. And there's no blondes at Zavala's. You know, it's, they're purely Mexican there. I was there with three blondes. No, no, no I mean serving. Oh. You know, you don't. I was do, the only non-blonde. Can we non-blonde. get back to the three blonde story, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call 1-900. three sexy blondes and I were out for margaritas. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is why I do this show without pants. <laughs> without panties. So here's the story. Speaking of no panties. Here's the story. A blonde goes up to a counter and she says, uh, I'll have a cheeseburger and a large fry and a large Coke. And the lady looks at her and says, ma'am, this is a library. She says, okay, I'll have a cheeseburger, <laughs> large fry, and a large Coke. Shh. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Heard that one this week, thought I'd share. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. Karen, uh, yes. what have you been up to? Um, I just I went out. I haven't had a house report from you in a while. Yeah, what's oh, the house report? Oh, well, it's a little bit odd. So I'm in the middle of rebuilding my house. And so I have like 10 very sexy framers at my house right now. I have mm. to say, roofers <laughs> and framers are among the sexiest. They rival five or firefighters in their sexiness. So they're all at my house. So I stop by there every day. And um, <laughs> you pay a lot of money in, in hot, uh, sweaty tax. It's kind of cool. Stinky tax, though. I love it, though. I'm like, just check it up on you guys. Bought you some lemonade. <laughs> Hi. Well, there's a nail on the floor. Awesome. Why don't you bend over to pick that up? I like, li- yeah. Can you measure that for me on the floor? Thanks. Um, <laughs> No, but I I love my framers. Love my fl- framers. And they're doing a really good job and so but now that the part of the house is coming where like I have to pick everything out like the tile and the lighting and the blah, blah, everything is getting picked out, which would be normal except for that my husband out of nowhere has decided like I don't know, he's like a gay man now because he's all like reading El Decor and saying like, I think this is the look we want for Wait the living this room. this is your husband My we're talking husband, Troy? Yes, is Karen, didn't I, you make your other husband gay too? Or I, I don't know what to tell you, Miller, but I'm serious. The other day when he told me like, I think blue and white is too cold for the bedroom. Let's warm it up with some purple. I was like, what the fuck? Who the hell are you? Who the are you? I know. I can kick his ass now. That's good news at least. I'm a little terrified and if, if he suggests antiquing, I am so out of there. <laughs> I've been there once. I am not going down that road again. <laughs> I'm totally pissed. But I just went out for margaritas because my friend, her, she was on the front cover of the local newspaper the day oh. because a tree <clears throat> fell on her house and she was on like the Channel 8 News and everything. Like, apparently, wow. very slow here in New London County. Yeah, the news. slow news yeah, day. Oh, yeah, tree fell on your house. So anyway, so we decided she needed cocktails because a tree fell on her house. But <laughs> here's the weird part, though. People were driving by her house after it appeared on the front cover of the day right. and taking photographs. And I'm thinking, like, who the f- is taking photographs? I mean, like, what kind of weird-ass photo album are they putting those into? Like, people, I'm glad I'm not. The girl who, who had a chief all on her house. Karen, that's an awesome idea for a coffee table book. I know, 
people. I'm glad I'm not. Well, you know, the day sells those pictures that you can buy them online for like $20. They give you like a blown up Kodak photocopy or something yes. like that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. My husband, so maybe she's just trying to save some money. Maybe. Maybe she. No, no, no. She's like, because she, I was over her house for coffee and we're like, what the hell is that? And people are parked in front of her house, literally taking pictures. Not the day, just random tourists. I'm like, that is fucked up. And here's a picture of the day tree fell rem- on my neighbor's car. It reminded me, I was at ground zero in October, the month after the Twin Towers fell. And I was sitting there because a friend of mine worked in the buildings and he was, you know, grieving and sort of, I was there for him. Anyway, we're at the, we're at the site of the Twin Towers and there's like a couple kissing in front of the rubble. And I'm like, what the f- It was was so disturbing. It was like, honey, let's go on a trip to Ground Zero. Oh, isn't this romantic? People were glad we're not. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I think we're going to use that. It was totally, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. We were like, it was one of those things like flash to the couple kissing in front of the smoldering, you know, higher. And then flash to us like with these looks of complete horror on our faces. (laughs) Like, what the f***? are you doing <laughs> kissing in front of that this would be an awesome book karen where you just exactly in that format pictures of the idiots and then pictures of you guys going what, <laughs> what the people f- i'm glad i'm not people i'm glad by karen greenwell <laughs> you know what i have to say like that movie leaving las vegas do you remember that with um nicholas Nick cage Nick- no nicholas Nick cage, cage yeah. and elizabeth shoe and the, and people came out of that movie like weeping and like horrified and I came out of the movie like la 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 at least I'm not a crack whore in Vegas la, 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 la. I might have a boyfriend who hasn't left my couch in three weeks and no job but what the f- doesn't matter not a crack whore in Vegas don't care people I'm glad I'm not Vegas crack whores Vegas crack com I love Vegas alright well let's get started with Things I've learned this week. I've learned that from my office on the fifth floor, I have a great view of the submarine assembly yard at General Dynamics Electric oh. Boat Division. Cool. <laughs> he does. Subs. Yeah, that's where they build the submarines. Mm-hmm. Nuclear reactors. I've learned that for about $850... You can get a high-res webcam with a really powerful telephoto lens. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Mm. I've learned that Unit 5J of the Riverview Apartments in New London, Connecticut, is home to a smoking hot redhead who likes to exercise naked in front of her bay window every morning at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> normally, I don't get turned on by Carl, but for some reason right now... <laughs> I was going to do I used to work for Penthouse Forum. Yeah. I, you ever wondered who writes those things? You know, it's probably some big fat guy with a cigar and stubble just, I, and I bent her over in the pool table. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. She was really hot. Carl, see, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've learned that she's really not a redhead. Oh. <laughs> Curtains and drapes. Franklin. Drapes or hardwood floor? <laughs> I've learned that after all these years of being a night person, I just need a little motivation to get up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, 
Carl. I've learned that the FBI has an office in Hartford, but they come down to New London once in a while whenever some asshole puts up a webcam pointing directly into a sensitive military operation. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned that FBI officer James Waskowitz has chronic halitosis. Waskowitz. Oh, Oh, chronic. Here we go. I've learned that Officer Waskowitz doesn't know the difference between a telephoto lens and a, quote, special high-end microphone that only real audio geeks such as myself know how to use. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I've learned that... Uh, I gotta get to sleep soon. I gotta get up early tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've learned this week. Nice. Awesome. (laughs) Well, Karen. Well, Carl. She actually wrote something out. I. No. You know what? Today, boys. Girl. 45 minutes of Starbucks does the body good. Girl. 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 Oh, boy. All right. So, kids, tomorrow I am going to the closing on my mom's house. And my sister's going to buy it and whatever. Great. She can have it. But as those of you who have been listening know, I have two sisters. One who is normal, like me. And one who is cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, it's the one who's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs who's going to buy the house. Of course. Now, the thing I find most interesting is her complete obsession with the most trivial of concerns with this house. Like, all of a sudden, she's like, I have to get to the container store to buy wicker baskets for the closet. And I'm thinking, really? You're 46 years old, about to, baskets. about to have a mortgage for the first time in your sorry little life, and wicker baskets top the list of concerns? <laughs> really? You have three children who dropped out of college, a husband addicted to internet porn, and oh. no job? And today you're spending your day looking for a fold-down ironing board? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> but what that, what that really got me to thinking about was tonight's topic. The bigger picture and the art of distraction. Yeah. So today, I'm standing in line at CVS buying floss sticks and peeps for my Uncle Jake because they're his favorite. Peeps are such a strange food and it hurts my teeth to even think about eating them. But yet every Easter, yeah, I take a bite for, and for what? What the heck's a peep? Anyway, you know, peep the little chicks who are covered with- Oh. He doesn't get that shit. Peeps are the marshmallow chicks that are covered with sugar and colored yellow. They're basically and sugar. Every, they're basically sugar on sugar on sugar. No flavor. No flavor, sugar but my Uncle coloring. Jake loves them. But Hands anyway, you know what? Coated sugar. Yeah. Right, exactly. Back to the art of distraction. <laughs> so there on the newsstand is the New York Post. And today's Wednesday, April, what is today? 18th. A- April 18th when we're recording. Okay. And on the New York Post, Three-fourths of the front page of the New York Post is a frighteningly large close-up of Anna Nicole Smith and the first pictures of baby Danny Lynn. And there, Uh. at the bottom, is a small banner reading, And, oh yeah, there was a huge massacre by a psycho with a semi-automatic at Virginia Tech. Mm, And I'm thinking, are you f***ing kidding me? (laughs) 
Maybe mm. Danny Lynn trumps random ultraviolence on a college campus? Since when? Mm. What the f*** is this, like, pay no attention to the man behind the campus, pump and circumstance <laughs> about Anna Nicole and Brangelina, the media indulges in to take our attention away from anything that would actually make a difference now. Just turn off Mondays right now. I know. Go do <laughs> exactly. something important. Go to change the Christ. world for the love of God. Shut what the are you doing listening to this bullshit? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I mean, people are like, I know that half the current administration is being indicted for one thing or another, but look over there at the shiny magazine cover featuring the many wigs of Britney Spears. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to mention that Rupert Murdoch owns the New York Post and Fox News and that there's been no real acknowledgement of the fact that we're at war and the death tolls incurred therein. I'm not even going to mention today, that. By the way. Not even going to mention it. It's not even... A, <laughs> I'm not even going to put... Um, but the art of distraction is at play even within the context of this Virginia Tech massacre. The angle I keep hearing is, how can we tell the difference between those people who will act on their disturbing thoughts and those who won't? <clears throat> how can we force psychiatric care on those who are at risk? And the answer is, you know what? You can't. You can't. You cannot tell those who will lose it and go Rambo on a crowded campus and those who will just dream of it. And you certainly can't institutionalize people for their thoughts and not their actions. Christ, careful listeners of this show could put me away <laughs> with ample evidence if they so desired. <laughs> Absolutely. Gone if that was the for case. Years. Exactly. So, you know, and it's all out there in cyberspace. So there you it know, is. I'm a goner. Back repeatedly for the judge. Exactly. <laughs> Over and over with my <laughs> that alone, and I'm gone for years. I will Nasty never thoughts. see my kids grow up. So you can't do that. But here's what you could do: I don't know, not put semi-automatic weapons in the hand of anyone with a valid fucking ID. Mm. <laughs> or you could put semi-automatic weapons in the hands of everyone. You there could you do go. that. Arm our children. So they can fight back. That's the other side of the coin. You could. That is the other side of the coin. Even but a 22 would probably do it. All those students were armed. Everybody would have been shot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's a pretty picture. That's what we want. The perpetrator of this horror got a gun through proper channels after his background check showed that he'd been under psychiatric treatment. Oh, yeah. This is the guy we want to give the power to to shoot anybody who wants. Oh, yeah, that's right. Little target practice, he'll feel much better. Right. Give it to any freak who ambles into Walmart with cash. That's a good idea. <laughs> Look, I'm not even going to mention the gun control aspect of this whole story, and it's not on the forefront of every news story because the NRA is the biggest, richest, scariest lobby in America. I'm not even going to mention that. No, I didn't mention it. <laughs> not talking about that. Look, all I'm saying is beware of the art of distraction. Pay closer attention. Wicker baskets are not helping you get your life in order. Drink more margaritas. Getting exactly getting Imus off the air does not solve the problems of racism in this country. And if America's gonna obsess over young lives, it maybe should be of those serving the country in Iraq and not of baby Danny Lynn. Don't. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got yeah. something to say now. <laughs> Go. Girl. 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 You know, everybody's freaked out over these 32 people, but I found today, today, 126 people bought it in Iraq. 126. Four times as many. Well, both are both are freaky, I have to say. They're both, both are freaky. freaky. But you're right. Why? Just one happened on our doorstep and another happened far away. But not so far away. No, certainly not. <laughs> I mean, my God. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is a comedy show. <laughs>
You want to be funny. Carl and Karen, I just want to thank you both for setting the tone before my bit. Thank you very much. Guns and guns and guns and guns. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a challenge. (laughs) Mark, I have a feeling that uh, this is going to be one of the, uh, well, this Dumb of the Me is probably going to go down in Monday's history. Yeah, I I might. I've I've given you a couple clues that it's, it's. It's pretty significant. This is like the Titanic of Dumber Than Me. The Titanic of Dumber Than Me. So let's get it started. Does it have Leonardo DiCaprio? You might want to go to the bathroom before we start. (laughs) Bigger than Darth Vader with the green money belt? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people dumber than me. This is where Mark Miller finds all the people making the news that are dumber than him. He figures if they're dumber than him, they're also probably dumber than you and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Really? Mr. Miller. It's people he's glad he's not. (laughs) Tonight's story is called The Harrowing Tale of Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers. Peepers. By the way, kids, you'll want to take out your Dumber Than Me scorecards for tonight's story. (laughs) Okay. I I have a feeling we just might have another all-star. You know, Carl, it seems like convicted felons and heroin addicts just can't get a break these days. Well, that's certainly what it must have felt like for 35-year-old Kenneth man, Kenneth Blaine Quinley. Uh-oh, Blaine. I need soccer alert sound effects right here. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, kids. We know from experience that if a Dumber Than Me contender has three or more names, he will become an instant stalker and try to gut me like a fish. <laughs> and that's why you live in Hollywood, where they can all blend in. Fortunately for this reporter, all my stalkers have so far turned out to be complete idiots. (laughs) So So I really don't appear to be in any danger whatsoever. Just as long as something separates me from them. Something strong with incredibly advanced technology, like a door. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, it doesn't even need a lock. Just the doorknob itself seems to be pretty damn effective at befuddling an entire angry mob of killers, psychopaths, and out-of-work party clowns. (laughs) (laughs) All hell-bent on seeking senseless revenge on this humble reporter. But you know what, kids? One day you might find yourself as a contender in the Dumber Than Me show. Hmm. And when that happens, please don't go all psycho killer on my ass. (laughs) Instead, try to get in touch with your inner dum-dum. (laughs) <laughs> i suggest thinking about shiny keys that always brings out the drooling idiot in me <laughs> and so the day started off innocently enough mr quinley and his 39 year old girlfriend were in the car driving their convertible to the local linwood shopping center and in the girlfriend's lap sat mr peepers now before Richard has a chance to say, reminds me of a girl I once knew. <laughs> I just want to point out that Mr. Peepers is a duck. Oh, that still reminds me of a girl I once knew. <laughs> okay. Let's consult the Dumber Than Me scorecard. Here it is. Escorting a mallard around town. That's 35 points. Mm. <laughs> well, hold on, Carl. It says here on the scorecard that if the mallard is a really stupid fucking name, <laughs> you get an extra 15 bonus points. <laughs> okay, so what's that? 50, right? Right. All right. By the way, Carl, this entire story has special meaning to me because my old high school is like right next to the shopping center. Hmm. 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 That's not remarkable to any of you? 
No. Well, fuck all of you then. <laughs> <laughs> just go fuck yourselves. All right. But thanks for okay. telling us. <laughs> I'm going to just reminisce by myself over here. Okay. Without any pants. And with right. your left I'm, hand. I'm pantsless and reminiscing. Will you leave me alone, please? <laughs> ah, those were the carefree days. I have fond memories. Launching fireworks from the safety of my vehicle. Cars, <laughs> cars swerving to avoid the 12 pack of ground bloom flowers spinning wildly their way. <laughs> and I remember the other times, like taking my hands off the wheel to steady the camera while snapping a few photos of terrified drivers in the next lane. <laughs> With everyone absolutely freaking out, kind of like, uh, well, I suppose you might, Carl, if you just happen to notice a car swerving in your direction, the driver not looking at the road, he's just taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have some great photos from those days. I suppose they're mostly characterized by a lot of wide-opened eyes, hands pressed desperately against the window, jaws <laughs> dropped, and... And it's a little out of focus due to condensation caused by their muted screams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but surely I bore of all these common tales of childhood. Mm -hmm. Let's return to the incredible adventures of Mr. Peepers, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Peepers. Peepers. <laughs> Finally, arriving at the shopping center, Mr. Quinley ran into a linens and things while his girlfriend parked the car and went into a nearby Petco. Mr. Peepers faithfully by her side. Affleck. <laughs> now, Carl, <laughs> this might be a good time to tell you that Mr. Peepers is a very serious duck. <laughs> okay. Mr. Peepers didn't like kids, and Mr. Peepers almost never smiled. This was a professional and very serious duck. Hmm. Reminds so, me of a guy I once knew. Uh oh, nice. <laughs> He had a he had a big pecker, did he? <laughs> <laughs> big Bill. <sighs> Whose bit is this? Hello? <laughs> we have to do something while listening to you. No, no, no. The popcorn's <laughs> run out. <laughs> We're only a tenth of the way through, man. You've got a no question till the end, okay? <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me take some uppers here. Hang on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. Uppers okay, done. Good. Back at linens and things. Hey, by the way, Carl, do you mind if I take a moment to point out what a f***ed up name Linens and Things is? Please do. I mean, it sounds like they started as a company that just sold linens. Then with the linen market tanked back in 2003, <laughs> they got desperate and decided to add things to their inventory. <laughs> Furthermore, even second grade retards know that when you take the union of an infinite set, that would be things... With a member of that set, uh, linens. <laughs> and the result is still the infinite set. <laughs> they rejected linens and stuff. The fucking store should simply be called Things. <laughs> now, Carl, I ask you for the sake of our listeners, will you stop distracting me with your stupid questions and side comments? I'm trying to do a dumber than me here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back at Linens and Things, Mr. Quinley was coveting a really nice pair of iPod speakers. Now, Mr. Quinlan had not bothered to grab a shopping cart on the way in, so instead of burdening his hands with the job, Mr. Quinley decided to unzip and let his pants hold the speakers instead. No. 
you got to oh, be kidding yeah. me. That's While sexy. stuffing was a relative no-brainer, Mr. Quinley found closure to be somewhat elusive. <laughs> oh, okay. I see, yeah. A security guard noticed, quote, a strange man struggling with his pants in home electronics. <laughs> Unquote. Can you imagine the call over the PA on that one? <laughs> Hold on just a second here. Let's see. Getting into a fight with your very own pants and losing. <laughs> That's 65 points. Home electronics in a linen store. You see what I mean, Carl? I Those see. marketing whores and linens and things would sell you their grandma if they could just find a way to keep the shrink wrap from falling off. <laughs> and things. What a bunch of assholes. Anyway, according to authorities, a scuffle ensued. Hey, Carl, can we have that scuffle music, please? <laughs> scuffle music. Yeah. Mr. Quinley somehow managed to escape into the parking lot. With loss prevention alarms blaring, with iPod speakers clanking frantically in his partially zipped up pants, <laughs> Mr. Quinley ran like a, like a, <laughs> like a Star Wars robot cowboy chasing after his horse. <laughs> what? Uh, I kind of pushed the limits on that metaphor, didn't I? I so. uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Mr. Quinley ran up to the convertible and hopped into the driver's seat. According to the security guard, when Mr. Quinley landed in the seat, he had this, quote, sudden look of pain, unquote. <laughs> the security guard added that it was at this time that Mr. Quinley screamed a rather offensive expletive. <laughs> An offensive expletive, eh, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> I bet it was... Nuts ass clown. <laughs> oh, Miller. That one always pisses me off. Oh, my God. Speaking of ass clowns, how's your mother? <laughs> oh, that's only funny to us. Now, I wonder why Mr. Quinley was so suddenly upset. I can think of two reasons. Number one. His face slappers just felt the harsh embrace of iPod speakers bearing down <laughs> to both sides. Number two, Mr. Quinley might have just realized that the last time he saw the keys to the convertible was when his girlfriend was driving it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one is too close to call, Carl. <laughs> Forgetting your keys while, while shoplifting, that's only 45 points. But smashing your nuts between two speakers and your pants, that's at least 185. <laughs> Possibly more if the speaker magnets are aligned to polar opposites. Uh-oh. <laughs> Inflicting additional magnet-crushing power onto your chestnuts of love. <laughs> oh, chestnuts of love. Lacking concrete evidence. I think we're going to have to apply Occam's razor of dumb. <laughs> Now, what would that That's be? Would that be the dumber answer is the most on, likely? Hold on, I'm the one doing the bit. <laughs> I'll tell you, Richard. Occam's razor of dumb. That's the principle that, all things being equal, the dumbest solution tends to be the right one. <laughs> okay, then. That's 230 points. <laughs> 
Mr. Quinley then proceeded to jump out of the convertible and run into the nearby Petco. Right. Now, the security guard, who clearly had to be out of shape because he'd been chasing this guy across the parking lot, and he just now finally arrives at the car, is no doubt dismayed to see this asshole run back into another store. (laughs) (laughs) And you just know the security guard's thinking, what the f*** is going on? Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Fling with stolen merchandise clanging away in your partially zipped up pants. And then running back into a completely different store. That's 280 points. <laughs> Inside the Petco store, which, by the way, kids, in case you don't know, Petco sells pet stuff, hence the name. It's not Petco and things, it's just fucking Petco, like it should be. <laughs> hey, Carl, maybe we could get Petco to sponsor us. I, I mean, it's not it. like I'm going to suddenly blurt out motherfucking suckers at Petco or something. <laughs> no, the goat f***ing thing pretty much ruled that out. <laughs> and I really like pets. Uh, you really like pets. I really do like pets, Karen. Except for, of course, my wife's beloved miniature poodle, Frank. Who for Frank? some inexplicable reason, always feels compelled to hump my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are like 20 legs in the f***ing room. Why does he always have to hump mine? Nella, you've got the humpiest leg. Don't pretend you don't know that. I mean, it would be nice if he could hump Grandma's leg once in a while. Is that asking too much, Carl? I don't your, think so. Your leg's begging for it. I, shut up, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking Karen this next question. I'm asking you, Carl. Do my pants look like, like some kind of hot doggy ass to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's all Carl can talk about. No, I don't think so. <sighs> and let me tell you something. This dog does not know how to stop, Carl. <laughs> and he wraps his front paws around my calf, which makes it really challenging to shake him off in the middle of a conversation with your neighbors without being incredibly obvious about it. <laughs> I'm still wondering why the fuck you call your poodle Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wondering why you have such a sexy leg. <laughs> Worthy of such a dramatic, intense humping. You know what? I think he just keeps going because we had his little doggy face slappers removed. <laughs> <laughs> so he has no idea when it's time to break out the little doggy cigarettes. <laughs> So I keep trying. <laughs> you know what, Carl? Frank doesn't listen to reason. I say to him, I say, Frank, you are a boy dog, and I am a boy man. That makes you gay. And it makes me your bitch. <laughs> How fucking ironic is that, Carl? Mark. What, Carl? Ahem. Dumber than me? Yep. Mr. Quinley found his girlfriend in the habit trail section. (laughs) (laughs) And after a quick frantic interchange that no doubt included phrases like, we don't really talk anymore. And and honey, I got no time to explain. (laughs) And what is in your pants? (laughs) And that security guard over there looks like he knows you. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Quinley just grabbed the fucking keys, dodged the slow-moving, out-of-breath security guard one more time, and and bolted out of the store. Needless to say, Mr. Peepers was not amused. 
<laughs> hey, Carl, you know, it's just occurring to me. Why the f*** with linens and things need to hire a security guard in the first place? I mean, nobody in their right mind would ever steal linen. Right. Never. Mm. It might have been because of all the things they added to their inventory in late 2003. <laughs> Serves them fucking right, those linens and things, suckers. <laughs> Once again, Mr. Quinley jumped into the driver's seat. Once again, Mr. Quinley let loose a yet another unidentified expletive. <laughs> I'm betting this one was fucking ass clown nuts too soon or something like that. Whatever the fuck he said before. Now, Carl, you will duly note, this time Mr. Quinley is holding the keys in his hand, so it's probably not saying f*** because he realized he forgot something. <laughs> this time I'm thinking it was the old iPod nut crusher trick. <laughs> it got Mr. My Quinley favorite. in the state of suckering succotash. <laughs> Let's see, uh, crushing your nuts not once but twice, doing the exact same thing. That's good for 515 points, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> As Mr. Quinley started the car, his girlfriend walked out of the store with Mr. Peepers. Not realizing what was going on, she tried to stop him from driving away, but was totally knocked down by the open passenger door as the car backed up. Oh. Oh. Ow. Let's check the scorecard, shall we, Carl? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Opening the car door for your girlfriend while simultaneously backing up and running her down. That's 243 points. Oh. I know oh. that it's less than the net crashing one. Oh, oh, wait, Carl. It says here that if the car is a convertible, you can add 800 points. <laughs> <laughs> now comes an interesting twist of fate. Okay. You see, Carl, in the process of getting whacked by her own door, the girlfriend dropped the duck. Uh-oh. Oh. Mr. Peepers still... Not amused. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Quinley hit the brakes, took the car out of reverse, and put it into drive. This maneuver left poor Mr. Peeper squarely in the path of the oncoming convertible. Oh, oh no! Now, oh. just a few feet away, standing on the sidewalk, an animal-loving Petco employee had been watching the chaos unfold. <laughs> Suddenly, now in this moment, she realized that one of life's gentle creatures was only moments away from becoming a rather flat pate. Oh, no. <laughs> I can see it's coming. That would be oh, Mr. Man. Peeper's pate. <laughs> mm, or, pate. perhaps, pate au monsieur Peeper's. <laughs> going to be foie gras over the parking lot. <laughs> Mr. Quinley hit the gas. I don't think he ever liked that f***ing duck, Carl. <laughs> I don't think so, either. <laughs> Mr. Peepers was bringing him down. <laughs> With complete disregard for her own personal safety, the Petco employee sprang into action and, quote, ran like a cheetah to save Mr. Peepers from the front of that car, unquote. Oh, wow. Oh, this is going to be According to authorities, the vehicle ran over the employee, oh. inflicting injuries, including a broken bones in her foot and ankle. Oh, that's horrible, man. Petco pate. Remarkably, Mr. Peepers was unharmed, held carefully in her outstretched arms. Well, gee, that's good. <laughs> I believe in that amazing moment of rescue, the heroic Petco employee said something memorable, something remarkable, something like this. 
Okay, Karen, your line is Holy Mother of Hershey, Hershey Squirt Starfish Balloon oh, Dark Tart no, Chocolate no, Channel no, of no, Love. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think so, maybe. Let me know. Starfish, Hershey Squirt, nothing oh, for yeah, me. That's awesome. All right, fine, I'll say it. anus jokes. No anus, no how, no time, my friend. Hershey squirts will not pass these lips. I, I think I can splice it together from what she just said. <laughs> no, Holy uh, mother of Hershey squirts starfish balloon, not dark chocolate channel of love. Uh, Miller, enough is a enough. This really hurts. Boy. I can't believe I risked my life for this stupid fucking duck. <laughs> Motherfucker. You got to watch it. Whoa, 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 Carl. I'm going to have to get a ruling on this one. Carl, are dumber than me contestants allowed to earn points for someone else's act of dumb? Mark, you know I can't make this call. It's way over my head. Richard? Don't look at me. I think you know what you have to do. It's time to break the seal. No, break the seal. We can't do that right now. Carl, I think you're going to have to do it. <sighs> All right, I'll go get the ball-peen hammer. Carl is holding a little silver hammer gingerly between his forefinger and thumb. Carl is now approaching Monday's cryogenic tank number one, which holds a mysterious dark figure suspended in time. We know nothing other than this tank holds the judge of all judges. The least dumb of all the least dumb. Carl has been waiting for the right moment to reveal to all of us and to you, our listeners, what lurks in the belly of this frozen dark beast. Richard, shut up already. This thing has been sucking up my power bills anyway. I'm, I'm ready to break the seal. Carl raises the hammer, and it looks like he's going to give the glass a good whack. Hey, Carl, maybe if you try and hit a little harder. Hmm. Come on, Carl, you can do it. Uh, Carl? Carl? What? You see that big red button to your left that says open? You might try hitting that with the hammer. My freaking God, was that cold? Professor Schmeckle? Professor Chimichanga? The name is Schmeckle, my boy, and I'm at your service. Uh, right. Uh, uh so, Professor Freckleface, we need a, a ruling on, the, on this dumber than me. You see, there's this, uh, Excuse duck. me, my dear boy, but do you realize my ass is as hard as a titanium held at zero degrees Kelvin? Uh, no, actually, I... I didn't. Well, it is. And it appears as if my caretaker, Mr. Franklin, has failed to follow proper deicification procedures. Now, didn't you, my boy? Well, uh, actually, I think I... Did you or did you not read the readme.txt file that I attached to the end of the license agreement? License agreement? Yes. What are you, an idiot? The license that you agreed to when you installed the Schmeckle 2000 cryogenic pod. 
Um, well, I, I just clicked on the I agree button. But you read the license agreement first, right? Uh... What? Well, that certainly explains a hell of a lot. Would you just look at my ass? I think the cells have crystallized. I can help. Give me that hammer, Carl. Uh, Mark, I don't think that's such a good idea. Keep that roustabout hooligan away from me. Mark, put that ball-peen hammer down. Oh, my God. I just want to break away some of those icicles he's got hanging on his ass. They look like frozen hemorrhoids. Easy. Watch it. Not too hard. Uh-oh. My ass! Oh, my God. Miller just broke off Schmeckle's ass. Sorry about that, Mr. Rudy Tootie. Uh, I'm going to go get some duct tape. Ah, Schmeckle's ass is now rocking on the floor in front of my balls. Carl, please, take his ass away. Are you hurt, Professor Schmeckle? Remarkably, my dear boy, I am not. Amazing. Franklin, it is not intuitively obvious to even the most casual observer that your failure to follow the simple 49-point thawing plan with included flowchart rendered in 7-bit ASCII encoded in base 64 and situated smack dab in the middle of the readme text file uh, that you stuck in the license agreement? As a scientist, my dear boy, do you really find this to fall outside the boundaries of the expected result set? Uh, well, It's uh... quite clear, Mr. Franklin, that you and your enormous ignoramus have somehow managed to save me from certain death by gluteus maximus. Ah! Don't just stand there like a Los Alamos reject. Hand me my ass! And put me back under a deep freeze! Yes, sir. And get someone who can properly reattach my ass! I'm back. I I couldn't find the duct tape, but I've got some crazy glue. Oh, it's too late. Hey, hey, what's that on the floor? Is that a part of his, uh... Ah! Ah! ass part is still on the floor! Carl, get that out of here! Uh, Oh, man. Hey, guys, did we get a ruling? Uh, no. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, so what do you guys think? I say go for it. Yeah, he gets the points. Let's see. Where were we? Oh, yeah. iPod, speaker, pants, stuffing man, backs his car into his girlfriend, sending both her, <laughs> sending both her and Mr. Peepers to the ground. And then, Miss, I'm going to save the world one duck at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Runs out to grab Mr. Peepers, a very serious duck, only to get her foot squished under the wheel of the speeding convertible. (laughs) Let's see. Where is that? Uh, Yeah? Oh, no. No, That's not going to work. This one's pretty close, Carl. Throwing your friend in front of an oncoming train just to save a cow. (laughs) <laughs> that's 1300 points <laughs> charging papers say Mr. Quinley continued driving at high speed and didn't stop until his vehicle struck a parked car about 20 feet away mm. <laughs> <laughs> plowing into a completely stationary object that's not even on the fucking road <laughs> during a high speed chase that's 212 points <laughs> Oh, but wait, Carl, it says here on the scorecard that if your high-speed chase manages to take place in its entirety in eight seconds or less, 
contestants are entitled to an additional 515 bonus points. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Mr. Quinley, a convicted felon and former heroin addict, told officers that he just received a dose of methadone at a Linwood clinic and had used cocaine a few days earlier, according to court papers. The girlfriend and the security guard were not seriously hurt. Mr. Peepers, amazingly, turned out okay, but he's still a very serious duck. <laughs> the Petco pet lover, well, according to witnesses, she got what she had coming. Okay, let's total up the points. Let's see, we've got uh, 50 points for escorting a duck with a stupid name. You got 65 points fighting with your pants. 230 crushing nuts and losing car keys. <laughs> 280, running back into the store. 515, crushing your nuts twice, doing the exact same thing. That was dumb. 243, knocking your girlfriend down while backing up with the very door you opened to help her get in. Oh. 800 bonus points for opening your fucking door when your getaway car is a fucking convertible. <laughs> 1,300 surrogate dumb. points thanks to Miss thanks to Miss Petco employee throwing her body onto oncoming traffic to save Mr. Peepers. <laughs> 212 ramming into a stationary object during a high-speed chase. 515 bonus points for having your high-speed chase last eight seconds or less. <laughs> Total, oh. 4,210. Wow. Mark, that is Carl, the... I think this is an all-time all high time score record. for dumb attempted by a single individual. Absolutely. <laughs> On Thursday, Snohomish County Deputy Prosecutor Paul Stern charged Mr. Quinley with a slew of crimes, including <laughs> shoplifting, two counts of third-degree assault, and one count each of vehicular assault, and one attempted assault on a duck named Mr. Peepers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Quinley, <laughs> you cocaine-using, methadone-loving, speaker-stealing, pant-fighting, Security eluding, car hopping, nut crushing, door opening, car reversing, girlfriend slamming, duck threatening, push madnishing, car crushing, dumber than me all star. <laughs> you, sir, I'm dumber than me. Yes, yes you, you are. are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Jesus, that's the dumbest person I've ever heard of. <laughs> Oh, hey, why didn't you scream like I like you normally scream? I like pretend I said like, you know, chocolate starfish in your mouth. <laughs> okay, Lawrence, use that one. Use that one, Lawrence. That's the one. <laughs> Suppose I said kissy, kissy the balloon nut, Karen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come to That'll California too, and kick your ass. You won't find him there. He's in Idaho yeah. now. You know, I'll Karen, find you. You know during that bit, Karen was like thinking, what's my motivation? Oh, I'm not going to ask Miller. All right, then, Richard. It's time for Richard, the toy boy. Richard Camel, finding the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet. And I'm sure you've got a whole host of bad toys today. Oh, yeah. Mm, bad. Lay them on us. Very bad toys. You mm. know, I don't think I've ever led off with a Karen toy. <gasps> yes, you have, baby. Have I? Oh, yeah, you have. Oh, I got to yeah. lead off again for you, sweetheart. Thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, shrinkstube.com slash 040, Oscar for Oscar. 
Oscar for Oscar. And the website, no contact <laughs> clothing for women. Now read close, boys and girls, because there's hours of fun in this jacket. It is actually a jacket impregnated with wiring to store 80,000 volts. Nice. That's right. It's a taser jacket. I love oh. it. I want to wear one home tonight. Yeah, if you're feeling a little threatened, just <laughs> charge up the jacket. Nobody's going to grab you. Well, maybe they will, but only once. That's you do awesome. not want to accidentally put this thing on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about how much of fun it would be to ride the bus with this jacket. Yeah. Now you're talking. Crowded subway. It's almost like the uh, the dildo with a with a spike in it. What with was that teens. one? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Where are you buying your sex toys, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Joe's discount dildos. No, what, what was that hell? thing? I remember. You can get no. them without spikes, Carl. It was like a diaphragm with a razor blade in yeah, it. Yeah, you can get in, uh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. get it's out. Nasty. Ow. It's like a garage, a parking garage. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit awesome. You like that? I I like it. I can't imagine a ton of places where I'd wear it, but okay. Yeah, I know you'd, you'd wear it out to date with me is what you I do. I sure gotta, would, Miller. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Miller, it's okay. If I ever you found can... myself oh, backed sorry, Mark, into a bad bet on that. a date with you. Sorry, right, can one of you talk at a time now? <laughs> oh, Miller, don't back down. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> That's all coming out. <laughs> you can just add it back and forth, man. You pretend we're responding and we really care about each other. <laughs> that would work too. No amount of editing is going to make that happen, man. <laughs> Some things I cannot fix. Right along. 80,000 volts, man. 80,000 volts. Can you say, Gzzt. The alternative to the jacket would be shrinkster.com slash O4P, Oscar for Papa. Something we may all need in the immediate future, or more relevantly, our spouses. Uh, the uh, wedding ring coffin. That's, that's awesome. right. Need a place to put that wedding ring you don't need anymore after your divorce. It's the wedding ring coffin. Or before, if you want to send a message to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in trouble. I haven't worn my wedding ring in like three weeks because I've been working a lot with clay and I didn't want to get it gucked up. Who's in my... clay? <laughs> <laughs> clay don't like my wedding ring. Clay is one of the... Well, the guy that works with Clay over by the house he's working on. <laughs> Clay the framer. Mm. 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 No, I'm in big trouble. I'm like Big trouble? Well, it's like, oh, why aren't you wearing your wedding ring? Because I don't want to get it yucky. Yeah, why aren't you wearing your wedding ring? <laughs> <laughs> now we know why Troy's all like, honey, I miss <laughs> you. Oh, I want purple in the bedroom. I'm totally concerned with what we're decorating with. <laughs> You've yeah, done it. Whatever. You pulled a Maceolic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was all Maceolic before Maceolic was Maceolic. <laughs> Jesus. You know, Karen, you don't want to be bragging about that. No, yeah. I don't. But I do have an ex-husband to prove it, so. Yes. And speaking of ex-husbands, let's go to the Japanese toy collection. And we'll start with shrinkster.com slash O4Q. That's Oscar for Quebec. And the product that takes a little while to understand. Don't they all? Because when you look hard at it, and of course it's all in Japanese, you go, what the hell is this? Yes, boys and girls, it's the Wagyu Beef business card holder. Um, Excuse me? I hate it when I get business cards without beef around it. All right, so a beef business card holder. Now, now this- of course, obviously it's not really made of beef. It's Somebody decided it was a good idea to make a plastic business card holder that looked like Wagyu Beef. Wow. Yeah, they were wrong. <laughs> I just... Just don't get this. It's, yeah. I love the little picture in the bottom right. It says, don't cook the business card holders. <laughs> but notice the, 
You notice the graphic there shows also, you know, the cross. It is a little rubber ducky there. And don't cook the rubber duck either. Oh, man. Don't cook Mr. Peepers. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peepers will be very pissed off. So being a little disappointed with the guys that saw the Lions after that last toy, which really didn't make any sense to me, I went looking for something better, and I found it at shrinkster.com slash O4S. That's Oscar for Sierra. And it's only a press release entry for April 17th in Japanese, but it's self-explanatory. The picture tells it all. Not only are they making those goofy USB keys, there's the Salisbury steak, the creme brulee, and that frickin' tempura shrimp. Oh, God. But now there is the rice USB hub. That's right. Rice? It looks like a stack of rice that's got tomato juice in it, I guess, but it's a USB hub. That looks like a hamburger. They call yeah. it the food hub. That doesn't... Wait a minute. So really is the thing it. with the flag in it the rice? Yeah. That's right. The thing with the flag in it is the rice. <laughs> it looks and like a plugged hamburger. into it are USB keys. Everything there... Not edible. Yeah, it's just that's just dumb. It's fucked up. Hey, if you if you scroll down a little more, they got humping iguanas, USB keys. Mm, now we're <laughs> and talking. that makes it all better, doesn't it? You can always count on them for something. How far do we have to scroll? Quite a bit. There's the squid. There's the the uh, okay. the egg. How far do you have to scroll? Oh, you got to scroll far, baby. Long way. Oh, there's the. The way oh, there they are. <laughs> Keep going um, down. I see the humping dog and the humping yeah. iguana. Humping iguana. So does it actually hump when you plug it in? The dogs hump. The iguana, that's actually a chameleon, mm. and it looks around. I'd rather humping. <laughs> hey, Lawrence, we need to save that with my collection of Karen little quotes that were, that were sent to my private email. Thank you. There you go. I'm, I'm editing Mondays now, by the way. Okay. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Okay, well, let's give uh, Karen something else she'll probably need for our house. Oh, she'll good. like this one. Shrinkster.com slash O4T. Oscar for Tango. By the way, kids, got myself a bubble tub. Very nice. You got a bubble tub? Bubble, bubble tub. tub. Bubble tub. Did you get the big tub? tub I'm the getting bubble, a champagne tub massage at the bubble tub. <laughs> so, Did you get Daniel the jumbo bubble tub or the big jumbo bubble tub? Bubbles, big bubbles. <laughs> big bubble tub. Bubble tub. So you're there. You're looking at, at O4T. Daniel Toe's magnetic clothes hangers. You so you put on a metal roof and you can hang your clothes anywhere you want. You, oh wait you know, a minute! Just piece of advice, Troy. You do not want these near Karen's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you do. It's gonna just gonna lead to a lot of awkward questions. Oh, yeah, just trust you me. Do. <laughs> keep keep the magnet hangers away from Karen's ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go there. I don't really get this. So does this come away from the wall? Yeah, well, you, like I said, you have to have a metal ceiling so you can just stick your clothes to the ceiling. Oh, 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 oh. 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 But when do I have a metal ceiling? Well, you're building your own house. When you I'm can, on a ship? You can plan that in. When I'm in a submarine, that'll come in handy? Screw that cedar closet. Get a metal closet. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Get a stainless steel closet to go with your bubble tub. <laughs> bubble tub. I want a metal ceiling above my bubble tub. <laughs> Speaking of stainless steel closets, how's your mother? <laughs> Jesus. Ah. <laughs> um. Oh, we better go a little more consumer-oriented. This is getting confusing. Shrinkster.com slash O4V. Oscar for Victor. <laughs> and the fine folks at SanDisk, mm. who have produced the SanDisk Sansa 
Shaker MP3 player. Okay. And you might say to me, who cares? This is the the feature of this MP3 player is that when you shake it, it skips tracks. So so this is so you got this on, you got a really great song, you listen to it, you start dancing, and boom, you're on the next, song. Exactly. The next song. That's right. <laughs> not something you want to jog with. The whole iPod thing not working. Why can't no, they I, just stick with buttons? Yeah, don't put it on your headboard when your beds are rocking. Carl, <laughs> <laughs> buttons are so 2007. Damn, there goes the Barry White CD. It's all over. You know just what this sounds like to me, Carl? Or you know what this sounds like to me, Richard? It it sounds like to me like they the engineers just couldn't quite get it to work. The marketing guys took over. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Ran out of good ideas. It skips whenever you shake it. Marketing genius is like, <laughs> I got it. Two more. Shrinkster.com slash O4W Oscar for whiskey. And I, this just personally, this appeals to me. This makes me happy. I need to order this. This looks kind of cool. Huh. This is called the lamp lamp. And of course, it's a picture of a lamp base with a light bulb sticking out of it that the end is sort of sticking off to one side but it's lit i like it a lot yeah 28 bucks why not it looks good with it looks good with the um those other Um, what those lava lamps you showed us wasn't lava lamps what were they last time it doesn't work with any light bulb it is it works with any socket yeah it's uh it's a special uh little light bulb got it it's a little clever but you know yeah, what? I've always had a thing for interesting lamps, so it's it's a soft spot. For me, yes, but you know what? It's just going to crowd up your desk. It's just that yet noise. another piece of crap yeah. on my desk. Hey, tell them how awesome my lights are. Oh yeah, I feel like I'm in an Italian romantic restaurant now when I'm in the recording studio. Oh, very nice. They're very they're actually very good overhead lights. Good enough to get Karen on the website and looking around saying, hmm. Hmm. I have to choose so many lights now. It's crazy crazy and it just yeah so i have a lot to choose and i'm a crazy. little i'm a little confused so anyway it's good and he's got sconces and you know i love sconces i love a good sconce i got nice sconces i'm talking to the electrician and i'm like well i want you to wire the walls for sconces blah, blah, blah. and he's like yeah sconces i'm like yeah and he's like yeah people do that anymore <laughs> i'm like well, clearly <laughs> they do i'm asking you about it buddy He's like, oh, do what you want, but uh, nobody oh. does sconces. Sconces. Sconces are not popular. Out. Feeling Jimmy. a little sconceless. Jimmy. Sconces. Gotta I get said, the Boston accent yeah, there. Sconces. Yeah, that's sconces. right. That's right. Um, but yeah, Jimmy the electrician won't put in my sconces because he doesn't think they're good design. So, <laughs> you know what? Fuck him. I'll get the framers to do it. There you go. Come back, boys. <laughs> Come back. Come back and do my electrical work. That's why my house burned down. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're cute, but you're not talented. Not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richard, Damn. last one. Last toy. Shrinkster.com slash O4X. Oscar for X-Ray. Decided to end on a good toy today. Mm, good toy. And the company is Stack. And the product is the Zeus IOPS solid state hard drive. Zeus. Zeus IOPS. So you know everybody's been talking about how Samsung's making like a 32 gigabyte solid state drive. Yeah. Steck is making a 146 gigabyte drive. Mm. Wow. But it's not just that it's a drive. It's 200 times faster than the fastest regular hard drive out there. Wow. It is fast, fast. 200 megabits a second. How how many gigs? They On the website you'll find right now it says 146 gigs. But their press release says they're now making a 512 gig model. Oh my God! How much half is a it terabyte cost? solid state drive, three and a half inch form factor? Awesome. 
How much? And does they it say cost? by 2012, they expect to get the price down to two dollars a gigabyte. Wow. Oh wow. That'll work. Any guesses how much it costs right now? Eighteen thousand dollars. Twenty thousand bucks. About twenty grand. Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Real expensive hard drive. Wow. Wow. And was right. But hey. What you're looking at here is the end of the spinning media as we know it. That's right. That's what it's what all about. Yes, sir. Hey, what's this is show 68, right? 68. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's next, boys? 69. So we We've all going to be it. here next week? Oh, yeah. No, I'll be in Calgary. Uh, I'm not going to be here either. All right. No show next week. So we're going <laughs> to go straight to show 70. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you next time. Maybe next week. 69. 69. Tune in. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't take any wooden bubble tubs. (laughs) Speaking of bubble tubs, how's your mother?